It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wins, 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 and more wins. The Reds are 4-1 to begin the season. That is the first time since 2017 that the Reds have been three games over 500. Let that sink in for a minute. And welcome to the Lockdown Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, bringing you Reds news every single day here on the only daily podcast for the Cincinnati Reds. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about this absolutely amazing, wonderful, just great performance all around. And and, and we'll get into it here in just a minute. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. We've got Tyler Naquin. We've got lots of bats. We got Wade Miley looking very good out of the gate. And we're going to talk about this uh, game very closely coming up. It's 1235, very early start here on a Wednesday. Luis Castillo up against Chad Cool for the Pirates. That's all here on today's episode. But before we get into all of that, make sure that you're following the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Reds. And save the Lockdown Reds line number into your phone for reactions, comments, questions, whatever you've got. 513-549-0159-14-1, a.k.a. the Reds scored two touchdowns last night. What a game. I, I just I don't know how to adequately put it all into words. And yes, there are people that are like, oh, well, it's just the Pirates. Look, you still got to win. You still got to go out there and compete just because a team is supposed to be bad does not mean that as soon as you show up, you win. You still got to play. And the Reds did exactly that, man. Started off from the very beginning. Wade Miley had a nice stop of the first and then Tyler Naquin uncorks a solo home run and we were just getting started. Naquin had quite a night. Talk about a dude who's probably considered especially thanks to the injury to Shogo Akiyama, probably the last dude on the bench. It's between him and Aristides Aquino. And so he's kind of surviving. He's kind of just trying to make sure that he sticks whenever Shogo comes back. And boy, did he ever make a good impression. Seven RBIs in this game. It was, all right, seven RBIs is the most by a Reds hitter in a single game since Scooter Jeanette hit four home runs back on June 6th of 2017. He had four home runs, 10 RBIs that game. It's also the first multi-homer game by the Reds' leadoff hitter since May 6th of 2019 whenever Nick Senzel did it. And actually, you may remember that game. It's the B game. You probably don't remember it for Nick Senzel hitting multiple home runs. You remember it for Derek Dietrich dressing up like a beekeeper and going after them bees. But overall, just a phenomenal performance by a guy who we just hope sticks around. 
he has shown his athleticism. And I remember whenever the Reds got him, it was kind of like a, okay, sure, whatever. He has shown that he can be a valuable bench option for the Reds throughout this season. But not to be outdone, the lineup was insane. And when I say insane, I mean that in a good way. 17 hits. What? Yes, 17 hits on those 14 runs. You go down the box score, this looks like video game numbers. Like if you play MLB The Show or something like that, or you know, even like back in the day, backyard baseball, you've got three hits from Tyler Naquin. You got two hits from Mike Mustakis. Three hits, and and what about the bottom of the lineup? If you go down the lineup, you see, okay, Castellanos had a hit. Joey Votto had a hit. Eugenio Suarez did not have a good night. Four strikeouts and a walk. But then you get to the bottom of the lineup. Nick Senzel, who came into this game without a hit, gets three hits. Jonathan India, three hits. He now has a five-game hitting streak, which is a hell of a way to start a career. And Tucker Barnhart, three hits. You had RBIs. You had four RBIs for Jonathan India, three RBIs for Tucker Barnhart. The bottom of the lineup was absolutely raking. And Nick Senzel, on top of his three hits, he had a walk. He got on base four times. He scored four times. How's that for efficiency? Just a phenomenal game by this lineup. And even early on, kind of on the fielding side as well, Eugenio Suarez made the Sports Center top 10 list with a diving catch. He like lunged, left his feet trying to catch a ball. He was able to catch it. Actually kind of felt like, okay, he is ready. He made that play. He's going to he's going to have a game now, man. Just didn't quite uh, click for him at the plate. But overall, oh my gosh, it's a it's a night that makes you think that the Reds are invincible. That they'll never lose another game now. We all know that that's not true. They're probably going to lose a few between now and game 162. But it is sure as heck a lot of fun to root for this team right now. We're going to talk about the pitching side of things here in just a minute. Wade Miley was impressive, and that is not overstating it. But before we get into all of that, speaking of not overstating things, the best protein bar on the market is Built Bar. Check it out today. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off your next order. They've got beautiful flavors like white chocolate raspberry cheesecake, birthday cake with sprinkles. They've got these puff-flavored bars, churro puff bars that kind of like you're eating a Three Musketeer, but it is healthy for you. Statistics show they're low in fat, low in sugar, high in protein, and they're made with 100% real chocolate. None of the fake stuff. Everything's real. And Built Bar is real good. Check it out today, BuiltBar.com, and enter the promo code LOCKED15 so you can test what I'm saying, that Built Bar is amazingly delicious, but also specifically Nutritious, BuiltBar.com, and the promo code LOCKED15. And when you're done listening to today's podcast, check out Locked On Today. Peter Bukowski 
looks around the sporting world and brings to you all of the biggest stories. Check out Locked On today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so coming into today, the fifth start of the season for the Reds was Wade Miley's. It was said at the beginning of the season that this would be his start, and everyone sort of figured they knew who Wade Miley was after his short stint with the Reds last year. What you forgot was two things. Number one, it's a shortened season. Really hard to figure out what a player is in 60 games. Number two, he was hurt. He was not healthy last year. Dealt with multiple ailments. Now he's healthy. Now he's ready. And he showed his value to the Reds. If this is what the Reds are going to get out of their fifth starter position in the rotation, the Reds are going to be really freaking good. Six innings, six strikeouts, three base runners. You heard me right. Three base runners. Two hits, one walk. Pirates couldn't touch him. And you're going to say, Jeff, it's the Pirates. You're overreacting. Wade Miley's not this good. You still got to go out there and make the pitches. What I say before the game, you got to execute. Against a team like the Pirates, you've got to go out there and win. They're not just going to hand you a W for showing up. You got to play. And Wade Miley came to play. In fact, in the fifth inning, he was in the zone so much. And he had Anthony Alford just completely on his heels, had no idea what was coming to the point that pretty much as soon as Tucker Barnhart threw him the ball back, Wade Miley already knew what he wanted to throw. And he was getting ready to go into his motion. The umpire called timeout. When you're locked in so much that the officials have to stop play because they're not ready for it, that's how locked in Wade Miley was last night. And not to be outdone by the hitting. The hitting was crazy phenomenal. And it's always easy to pitch whenever you got a 14-run lead. Although, I mean, for most of the game, he didn't have a 14-run lead. But for a lot of the time, he had a 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, you know, all that good stuff. A large lead. So he was able to pitch with unbelievable confidence. But he also did not pitch with reckless abandon and give up runs and make things interesting. And he didn't give up bases on balls. He pitched like a Wiley vet, a.k.a. Wiley Miley. Wiley Miley was loving life last night and watching him pitch was a treat. How many times did we say that last year? None. So do you think you know who Wade Miley is? Did you watch last night? compared to 2020. We don't know who he is right now. The good news is we're starting to believe that he's a lot better than people were giving him credit for during the offseason. Love what I saw from Wade Miley. Looking forward to more. We got Luis Castillo on the mound today. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about that here in just a minute. But also wanted to point out in the bullpen, how about this? In five games, Sal Romano has the most innings pitched of any Reds pitcher. Six and two-thirds. Now, you're going to look at the numbers and be like, well, he's got a five ERA and all this other stuff. He's kind of pitched in low-leverage situations. The Reds have really not been in the kind of bad spots where they had to go to Sal Romano whenever they really needed an out. So they were able to give him some time to work. and. What was funny is if they actually let him finish 
the game last night. He pitched two innings in the middle of the game. He he relieved Wade Miley, and he pitched the seventh and the eighth. If they would have let him pitch the ninth, then he could have gotten that weird three-out save. Even though the Reds would have won by 13, there's that strange part of the save rule that if you pitch three innings and finish the ball game, you get a save. That would have been hilarious. Carson Fulmer ended up finishing the game for the Reds, and he took care of business just as well as he should have. The, the best part was the quickest inning by any pitcher last night was not a pitcher at all. Phillip Evans, the right fielder for the Pirates, came and pitched on the mound for them in the bottom of the eighth inning and disposed of three Reds hitters before you really could even blink. It was it's kind of funny to see that. But overall, just a phenomenal night for the three pitchers that the Reds threw out there. I thought maybe we'd see another uh, appearance for Amir Garrett just to try and work some things out after, you know, kind of a rough ninth inning the night before. But overall, still nice to see that the Reds are able to dominate a game in which they don't use any of their top pitchers out of the bullpen. So now, coming into this day game, which is important after the quick turnaround, even though they were still done fairly early, that was a very quick game on Tuesday night. But coming into this 12:35 start, they've got the full arsenal ready to sweep these Pirates. We're going to talk about the starting pitching matchup and look at this game here in just a minute. Before we do, if you want a little bit of action on this game, I was looking at the lines right now. This is the night before the game as of recording. The over-under is set at eight and a half. And I think that's mostly just based on the Reds lineup because you've got the Pittsburgh Pirates lineup going up against Luis Castillo. Nobody thinks Luis Castillo is going to turn around and pitch the way that he did on opening day again. Dude is a stud. So if you agree with the lines on betonline.ag and you want to take the over, it's over 8.5 plus 100. You get your money doubled if the bet hits. I think it's got a really good shot at doing that. Go over to betonline.ag today. Set up your profile. Type in the promo code Locked On and get 50% more money added on to your initial deposit. That's perfect, just in time for the Masters this weekend. But if you want to check out this Reds game, the over-under at 8.5 plus 100, if you take the over, do it today at betonline.ag. There's no site that I trust more with my sports wagering than betonline.ag. They've got all the best lines and all the best games, and you can take your sports knowledge and make some money today. Head on over to betonline.ag, type in the promo code Locked On to get 50% more added onto your initial deposit bonus. Get off the bench, get in the game with betonline.ag and the promo code Locked On. Locked On has all of you fantasy baseball addicts covered with the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Hosted by Scott Cullen, he takes data and he combines it with over 20 years of fantasy baseball experience and brings you the info that you need to win your league. Check out the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Odyssey app, that's A-U-D-A-C-Y, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so coming up today, 1235. Some of you may be listening to this after the game. So if so, hopefully the Reds get that sweep that we're all looking for and we can celebrate a 5-1 and one record. But if you're listening to it beforehand, Luis Castillo goes up against Chad Cool. 
You may remember Luis Castillo's start. It was on opening day, and it wasn't so good. He got lit up in the first inning. He got lit up in the second inning. Eight earned runs total against the Cardinals. I think the huge factor in that game was the fact that the wind chill was like 20. Now he's going to be pitching in like 80-degree weather. It's going to be beautiful at Great American Ballpark on Wednesday if you can. Probably a good day to go down and get you some tickets and play hooky from work or school or, you know, whatever. But go down there and check out the game. Castillo's going up against Chad Cool. Castillo against the Pirates has always been a matchup that Luis has looked forward to. La Piedra dominates the Pirates in 58 career innings pitched. He has 61 strikeouts compared to 19 walks and 46 hits allowed. 17 earned runs, four homers total. He loves him. Some pirates. And when you look at just even recent performances in 2020, he had two starts in which he gave up two earned runs in 13 innings pitched. And you're sitting there and you're repeating things that I have said before, and that is matchup statistics are not predictive. And you're totally right. So looking at his stat cast from his first start of the year, we can glean a couple of things. His pitches weren't spinning with the same rate that they typically do which leads me to believe because of the cold weather, he couldn't quite get that grip on there. And with that lower spin rate, they didn't break as well as they typically do either. So you're looking at his changeup, for instance. It was pretty much average. It was pretty much normal compared to most changeups. And we know that that is not Luis Castillo. Luis Castillo's changeup is like gold. It wasn't that way on opening day. You can bet it's going to be a lot better today against the Pirates. Going up against them on the mound for the Buckos will be Chad Cool, a guy that the Reds have seen before. But when you look at his numbers, so he has one start this year. He gave up just one hit. It was a double. So I'm not expecting that to be the same thing here. He kind of profiles the same as Trevor Cahill. He just happens to have a faster fastball. He has lots of spin on all of his pitches, and his slider is his main strikeout pitch. And then the other one is his curveball. So if it's a breaking pitch, the Reds are going to have trouble with it. So they need to be waiting on the sinking fastball and the changeup to just obliterate those two pitches. In fact, last year, when you look at the offerings that he threw up to the plate, the sinker just got clobbered. So hopefully they can see a lot of that this year. He throws, or this this outing today, he throws it quite a bit. So we'll see what the Reds can do with that. And just looking at his last two appearances against the Reds, he started two games against them last year. He had four innings pitched on average in each of them because he had eight innings pitched total. He gave up five earned runs on three homers, six hits, and five walks. He did have 11 strikeouts against Cincinnati last season. Again, matchup statistics are not predictive, just kind of tells you what happened in the past. So with Chad Cool, like I mentioned, look for the fastball, lay off the curveballs. They did that with Trevor Cahill. They were killing pretty much everything he threw up to the plate. It's funny because I do remember one at-bat where Moose just hammered a curveball for a hit. And it was a, uh interesting thing because I mentioned that Cahill's curveball was not something that the Reds really wanted to go after. 
So maybe they can get some hits off of Chad Cool's breaking stuff here today. 12.35 start time. The Reds go for the sweep. If they could, it would be their fifth win in a row. You want to talk about hot starts? How's that for you? We'll be recapping all things Reds Pirates after the game in the Locker Room app. Make sure you download that and join me. It'll be after the game in the Locker Room app talking about this Reds Pirates series and wrapping up the first homestand of the season as a whole as the Reds head for their first off day of the year. or Well, second off day. They always have that built-in off day right after opening day. But in between their homestand, and their trip out west as they head to Arizona. Speaking of Arizona, coming up later this week on the Friday episode, I will be joined by Millard Thomas, the host of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. We'll be talking Reds Diamondbacks this weekend. You're not going to want to miss that. The best way to not miss anything that I've got for you here on the Locked On Reds podcast is to make sure you're following it on whatever podcasting app you're currently listening to. But that will do it for us here today. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Hopefully the Reds are sweeping the Pirates today. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, and I thank you so much for downloading today's podcast. I will talk to each and every one of you tomorrow. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.